Day 11 of 50 Stories in 50 Days. This comes from B.J. Andruski of the Tampa Bay Time. B.J. was struggling with the idea of making exchanges. She thought they had to be extravagant, or at least somehow they needed to be more worthy of posting on the software than what she could think of. Most of the things she needed doing in her house she could do by herself, and she wasn't in the habit of asking for help when she didn't feel like she really needed it. She knew she could handle rearranging her closet, or pulling her weeds, or sorting out her sewing room all by herself, so why should she ask for help? She learned through the Time Bank meetings that she went to, and talking to other members of Time Banks around the US, that one of the ideas of time banking was more about creating community than just getting help. So she began to think of how she could do that in her own life. I looked around my home, BJ writes, and then I posted a request for someone to help me sort out my embroidery threads. I had been given about a hundred spools of coloured embroidery thread that I thought would be more fun to organise by colour with another Time Bank member. What happened was far more than organising embroidery threads. Carol and BJ spent an hour or so at the kitchen table, getting to know one another over a cup of coffee, while putting small spools of threads in boxes of matching colours. That was two years ago. They've done many exchanges since then, and a true friendship has been built over the past year. I couldn't imagine my life without Carol in it, writes BJ. None of this would have been possible without realizing that I can ask for help, even when I don't really need it. Now, when it comes to either giving or receiving, I think time banking first. Day 11. I can ask for help even when I don't need it. From childhood on, we're taught do-it-yourself. We define growing up as a trajectory to self-sufficiency. We're told, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Reliance on others is characterized as a kind of character defect. Dependency is regarded as pathological. So given that premise, how can time bankers praise, promote, and practice asking for help when you don't need it? That's because often it's the relationship, not the transaction, that matters. In time banking, It is the asking that turns strangers into potential friends and potential friends into real ones. In a world where more and more families are headed by a single adult who has no time for parenting, where 50% of marriages end up in separation and divorce, where 40% of seniors live alone We need ways to reweave connectedness. 
Maybe we could do everything by ourselves. But what then are the consequences of isolation? Two observations just might be relevant. Solitary confinement in prison is viewed as the severest penalty authorities can impose. Human rights organizations have actually condemned the practice of solitary confinement as a form of torture that violates human rights. That's what isolation means in that context. Second, as a species, we've evolved from primates who gained a Darwinian advantage because when the male partner was killed, other females helped look after the survivor's children so that the survivor could leave the offspring to continue foraging for food. Our species actually survived because of empathy and connectedness and interdependence. We are hardwired to reach out to each other. Time banking simply uses technology to create circuits of trust and support. Asking when we don't need it sustains and renews those circuits for when we will need them. But it does something more. Creating and activating those circuits becomes part of who we are and provides a self-renewing answer to the eternal question, why are we here?